If talking about new travel destinations or discovering the latest travel gadgets gets your heart racing just like mine, well then, you are in the right place. Hello there, I'm Katrina Rountree and welcome to another episode of Journeys to Come, our podcast about the wonders of travel, a place where we share memories from recent trips and we dream about upcoming adventures. So get your passports ready and join me for Journeys to Come. So I've left Normandy and now I'm actually catching the train uh, all around France. Uh, France has the most extraordinary train system. It is so efficient and it's just brilliant. So I'm getting the train um, all around uh, all around this beautiful country. I'm heading off to Lyon and, uh, and after Lyon, I'm going to go back to Paris and I'm actually travelling with my best friend Kate. For a lot of people, they think eh, summer in France is going to be too busy. Quite the opposite, quite the opposite. It's a really beautiful time to be over here and and you know for what it's worth I have to throw in I feel incredibly safe uh, I I, uh, I know a little bit of schoolgirl French all the locals are incredibly helpful and as I say it's a for me I find it a very efficient country uh, to work my way around as I say doing the uh, local transport and it's a breeze it's a breeze in Lyon it is famous for its food and silk I'm going to mention a couple of places that I can't actually get to interview there's a wonderful place here um, it's the Hermes Silk Scarf Factory. The place that I, I will not have the time to take you to this week but is extraordinary is called the Paul Bocuse Institute. Now, Paul Bocuse is a Michelin-starred chef. He is just off the scale. He is the chef that inspired the celebrity chefs that we have around us today as well. And something that's really lovely is Art de Vivre. Uh, this is a, a, a gourmet getaway. You can actually sign up for cooking classes there even if you're just traveling through. Maybe you've only got a couple of days in Paris. Get a cab. I would actually recommend you get a cab. I think you can get a, a train, but I recommend you get a cab out to Marché au Pouce de Saint-Ouen. Now, these are the Paris flea markets. You might have $50 of spending money head out there and buy something that you will keep for a lifetime. You go to these flea markets and it's vast. It's absolutely massive and it's all um, bric-a-brac right through to the most extraordinary jewellery, the most extraordinary art deco uh, things that you can shop for. Um, They don't normally take Amex. I'm just going to warn you about that. But my attitude towards shopping is if you can fit it in that overhead locker, just buy it. The favourite things that I've got at these flea markets is I went into this vintage um, poster shop and somebody has got a calendar that's about uh, 200 years old and and I ended up just framing these beautiful, beautiful pictures of um, hand-painted flowers. I know this isn't for everyone, but I have put 12 of these up on my wall at home. I cannot tell you how much I love this and it probably cost me about $100 and, and the joy that it gives me. And the other thing that you must do for me when you go to Paris is have a hot chocolate at Angelina's. There's now a few of these around. You can you can go to a wonderful place at Versailles, at Galerie Lafayette, uh, but just look out for this cafe called Angelina's and it's sort of like the grand dame of tea rooms. It dates back to 1903. The most extraordinary pastries, super thick, wonderfully decadent. 
African hot chocolate. It costs around about eight euros and it comes with this little pot of whipped cream and a carafe of water, which you will need. You actually need to refresh yourself after this this chocolate. Uh, even if you're not into the hot chocolate, the restaurant's really great. It's really fantastic for uh, for people watching. This is where the locals go. So I'm giving you the inside tip, Angelina's. Trust me. Want more travel in your day? Well then, join us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Journeys to Come and follow us. And while you're there, hey, how about you share your own travel pics and stories with the hashtag Journeys to Come. It is time now to visit the magnificent city of Lyon with over 2,000 years worth of history. Lyon is actually experiencing a boom in tourism. It is among the top 10 most popular European cities on Google and a lot of travellers now are actually bypassing Paris and making their way straight to Lyon. It is such a beautiful city. It is famous for its silk. It's formerly located on the Silk Road and it still supplies the great historical monuments of Europe, even Chanel and of course the prestigious brand Hermes. They produce their scarves here in the city. It's famous for its gastronomy. This is where chefs like Paul Bocuse are based, the visionary himself. Did you know it's also got a wonderful history of roses? Over 3,000 varieties have originated here in Lyon, also cinema. It was invented by the Lumiere brothers who called Lyon home. That was in 1852. And also it is the city of light, a nocturnal urban landscape that absolutely comes alive in December. It is such a beautiful, beautiful city. There is so much to see and do. So let's explore it together. We're off to Lyon. How is tourism going here in Lyon? Well, quite Quite very well, I would say. Um, we had a great year last year, 2016, and uh, 2017 is going very well. The first semester was very successful. We actually um, uh, had many visitors coming to Lyon uh, from all over the world, um, and uh, especially from Europe, North America, Australia, and Asia. And some of them were really looking for um, an authentic fresh French destination, a city that could offer them, you know, all the assets of France and the French culture, the French uh, specialties, but in a very, um, uh, in a down-to-earth city, actually. So this is why Lyon is uh, is uh, is great for, for a, maybe a more authentic and comfortable stay in a great city in France so uh, so actually we yeah we went very well and it's growing every year actually it's good times in Lyon and I noticed that a lot of people are now bypassing respectfully uh, Paris and they're coming straight to Lyon so what are the sort of things that they like to do here Yes, you're right. Uh, now people come from all over the world, especially to Lyon and its surrounding area, because we have a great region around Lyon with lots of vineyards, the mountains. We have a great offer. Um, so you could spend a, a week in, in Lyon and uh, visit the city and then the surrounding area. And this phenomenon is really increasing uh, because uh, people are looking for an alternative to Paris and also because it's another experience. And now I think people are looking for an experience when they travel. Um, so Lyon really uh, is a, is a down-to-earth city, so you can easily walk around to discover it. You can meet the locals. It's not crowded with tourists. Lyon is famous for being uh, the gastronomical heart of France. But something that uh, you mentioned to me earlier was food is like a ceremony here. Can you explain what you mean by that? 
Yeah, of course. You, I'm sure you all know that uh, we love gastronomy. We love eating in France. It's really part of our culture, and especially in Lyon. So, um, and Lyon is really part of a history as well. And it's like a ceremony. That's right, because we take time to to have lunch. We respect, you know, the ceremony and uh, you know all that goes with a with a typical French meal. And uh, you can, it's a it's um it's a special moment, um, whether you are in you're with your family with your friends with your colleagues or you're even sometimes talk about contracts and very uh, very important things uh, related to work around the table this is the way it works in France and especially in Lyon this is why we are the, really the heart of gastronomy in France and um, and uh, yes we have um, it's a, it's an experience once again to to have lunch in Lyon or dinner uh, Blondin, I have to ask you this question, something that our listeners cannot see. Unfortunately, Blondine, you are gorgeous and you're really slim. Why do French women not get fat? Because I'm eating everything. I am growing in size while I'm here. But all the French women, I can see that they're, they're also enjoying, but they're also slim. Pourquoi? Well, uh, because, uh, thank you, first of all. And I must say that you're very thin, so... <laughs> Please uh, don't say that. But anyway, um, yes, it's because there we we actually don't eat every day like the traditional meal, a French meal with a starter, with a main dish, cheese of course, and dessert, and of course. Uh, bread uh, so it's not like that every day it's just a matter of a you know of a balance you would eat like that one day and the following day you will have a salad or something lighter so we try to yeah to to have a balance in- and I know also the the food is just so fresh the produce is is wonderful as well and I suppose the case uh, certainly here in in Lyon it's it's local as well um, I know that for you Blondine you you're born and bred Leon, you are so proud of your city. So, so what do you love about your city? What do you want to share with others? Well, I think in Lyon you have a special atmosphere that you cannot find anywhere else in France. It's um, it's a very old city, one of the oldest in France. We were founded by the Romans, so a few uh, uh, years ago, two, more than 2,000 years ago. And uh, the city center is list- listed by UNESCO, so we have so much heritage. And the city, um, you know, throughout the centuries, it's uh, really it's developed, but uh, without, you know, uh, destroying the, the, the ancient buildings. So you have a mix of modern and ancient buildings, history here in Lyon. So it's the perfect mix. People are friendly. The food is amazing. Um, We have a few museums that are just unique in the world, like the Museum of Cinema, for example, the Museum of Textile. Um, Uh, Can we just mention about cinema? You're, You're famous for that. Why is that? Because the cinematographer, the cinema, was invented in Lyon by two crazy brothers, the Lumière brothers. Uh, they invented actually many, many things, and they invented the cinematographer. So it's the little machine that uh, was the first one to, to, you know, to take a, to shoot a movie actually, and um, so the first movie in the history was shot in Lyon. Blondine, thank you so much for for having a chat to us today and welcoming us to your hometown of Lyon. Now, I would have to say that since I've been here, I have noticed such a change in mood. There is an air of optimism, of positivity, and it's no doubt due to their brand new, young, open-minded, forward-thinking 
President Macron. Now, of course, let's see what happens in the future, but there is such a, a wonderful feeling in the air. Speaking about the mood on the streets, yes, you will notice a, a police presence. I suppose that's happening right around the world right now. It does make you feel safer, but yeah, you do, you do notice it. And I have to say, I feel incredibly safe. I should also add, I, I just think the kindness of the locals has been incredible. Of course, I would advise you to learn uh, uh, a few words, be respectful when you're here, you'll be rewarded for that. But take the time, it's fun, it's fun. Also, uh, book online any tours to avoid queues. I find Viator is very good. Remember in Paris, Musée d'Orsay and the Louvre, they are open until late, 9.45 at night. So you might wanna go at around about four o'clock in the afternoon. Very, very good tip. When you leave the footpath, turn left first. Look left first. A gauche, premier. And that's a great way to start the trip. Uh, in regards to money, I've just used a, a local ATM the whole time I've been here. I've felt very safe, very comfortable doing that. No stress, no anxiety. Do not get a Telstra travel pass. I tell you what, that's been my only anxiety. Vodafone seems to be a, a very good service if you are, are thinking about that. Or, you know, just get a phone card when you're here. So much easier. When dressing, dress down, low key, nothing too showy. And of course, make sure you're wearing comfortable shoes because they have cobblestone straps. And I suppose in the end, remember there is so much more to France than Paris and Provence. Venture further, explore. You will be rewarded big time for doing so. Just make your way here. Enjoy the journey. While you're listening, why not add some travel to your inbox? Sign up for my weekly travel updates at journeystocome.com. The fact that you are listening to this show reveals to me that you are also a passionate traveler. So I hope it's okay to admit to you that I was fascinated to learn that the co-founder of the Accor Hotel Group, massively successful international hotel chain, he is from Lyon, Gérard Pelisson, the French entrepreneur, who is also the current president of the local Institute Paul Bocuse. He's an amazing man. And I knew that when I came to Lyon, I wanted to stay in an Accor Hotel. And I particularly wanted to stay in the historic Chateau Perrache. It is a beautiful Art Nouveau hotel. And the general manager is a wonderful woman called Marta Pardo Badier. So let's have a chat to her about her, her love for Lyon and, of course, the hotel itself. Bonjour, Catherine. First of all, I want to thank you to be here because I'm very, very pleased to have you in our hotel, but especially in our city. As you said, Australians loved Lyon. Mm. Why? Because Lyon, I think, is one of the most beautiful places in France because of the history, a lot of heritage in mm -hmm. Lyon. You can do walking distance, everything you need. But at the same time, it's a very big because it has a lot of things to offer. So Australians can do a lot of work. They can go to visit some wineries in 20 minutes, uh, not far away from Lyon. They also can see uh, a lot of things in the, with the museums, museums, with the silk, with the new museum, Museum of Confluence. Well, what do I, I've heard about this place. Why should I go? What's there? Actually, it's uh, the, the life of the human. Oh. So since uh, the human start until now. So you can uh, find uh, some different things like... Uh, 
animals, but also the first telephone, for example, mm. in the history. Of, you, you, you will see it's um, also amazing outside. It's like a very futurist architectural yeah. so monument. So it's just for that, it's, it's, it's nice to visit. Marta, I know that you are originally from Spain. Why, why do you love Leon, I know that you, you followed uh, your beautiful husband here, who was working with the famous Paul Bocuse. Um, why, do you, why do you adore living here? Actually, uh, because first of all, I think it's a city uh, that you can be very close to the people. People is so friendly, uh, you can do everything you want. You can not also go to museums and have fun, but also you can do a lot of social uh, things. Uh, I know Australians love to to drink, to have fun <laughs> at night, you yep. know. So that's important because Lyon is part of the, the cities in, in France that you can be very close to the people and you can know a lot of people, you know. And for me that was important because I've lived in different countries in France mm, before mm. being in Lyon mm -hmm. and I think I will not change. Mm. I will not change because it's a lot of heart coming from Lyon. Mm. You know, a lot of heart, the people, even though sometimes they said, well, you know, the Lyon people is is not very open, it's completely the opposite. Uh -huh. Lyon people is, is, is really people that want to welcome and to have people to, to you know, to, to share to with share. the others. Yeah. Gastronomy actually is part of the things that they share, you know, to... Okay, now we have to talk about <laughs> this because Lyon, of course, has the reputation as the gastronomical heart of France. Big call! That's saying <laughs> a lot. Where does this reputation come from? Well, you know, I'm going to tell you something okay. first. Yeah. When I met Lyon, actually, before coming to Lyon, was because of the gastronomy Paul Bocuse the father of the gastronomy. Actually, when I was in, doing my studies, so you can imagine, I will never expect to come to uh, live in Lyon. Right, right. And uh, the gastronomy is because this person, which is Paul Bocuse, it was, I think, just amazed at uh, the time he started doing the kitchen because of what I told you before, he wanted to share. Mm -hmm. And he wants to share simple food, but good food, with good products. Mm. The products from the region, the products for the artisans. And I think that's what makes magic also Lyon, because when you visit different kind of like the Paul Bocuse, what you have to go is a very nice market with very What's that? good. It's a very nice market. You will see where you have the best products of Lyon and the region oh, in there. Okay, hold on for a second. Where, where is it? When do Leal, I go? Leal Paul Bocuse. Okay. Uh, you can go uh, every day except Monday. Okay. And you will see it's like a luxury uh, market. It's I'm in, there. You are there. You I have am to there. Go. You have to go. <laughs> and you have uh, like uh, the fishes, the, the cheeses, the, you know, the, the old um, macaron. Oui. Macaron. Oui. 
You have also uh, the products from Lyon, like uh, brioche, you know, the saucisson brioche. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. <laughs> so you have to go there. <laughs> I'm sure you will love it. Uh, it's very uh, good to go Saturdays and Sundays because a lot of uh, Lyonnais uh, go there, you know, to share a cup of wine and really? some oysters. Or So great place to go. I have to ask you about this, this beautiful hotel that we are in now with its magnificent Art Nouveau exterior. Uh, and, and I know that the interior is a mix of Art Deco and Art Nouveau. Tell me, tell me about this hotel, it's, its history, and of course, who gets to stay here? Yes, this hotel, I, uh, I can tell you that when uh, I, they told me I have to follow my husband and they say, Marta, in which hotel you want to be? I say, I want Mercure Chateau Perrache. You're not going to believe it, but when they call me afterwards to say, you got, I got, uh, we got the hotel for you, I say, I hope it's Mercure Chateau Perrache. And they say, yes. Why I wanted this hotel? Because you have to know something. The very notable and very uh, um, aristocracy, uh, French aristocracy, oui. when they travel with the Orient Express train from Paris to Marseille, they have to stop in Lyon. And they had to create something very innovative at the beginning of the century, mm -hmm. in 1903. They decided to create this hotel. So this hotel has more than 110 years. And this hotel was made f with a lot of uh, people from that time who uh, won the Prix Grand Prix de Rome, mm -hmm. which is like the Nobel Prize now, uh, to create this hotel. So it's, it's really a hotel that is not just a historical monument, but is also part of the heritage in the patrimony in Lyon. Marta, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us and for welcoming us to beautiful Lyon et bien sûr to Chateau as well. Many thanks. Merci beaucoup, Catherine. It's a plaisir de te voir ici. Travel is often best shared with friends and family. So please share this podcast with your travel companions and make sure you subscribe to our podcast feed wherever you collect your podcasts. Merci beaucoup for welcoming us to Steak & Co. Lionel, what brought you to Lyon? The style of life. Uh, and the opportunity for, for a job, okay, for a new position for me. From, um, so the, this position was for, for working for the brasserie Paul Bocuse uh, as an um, operation manager. Uh, so it was a great opportunity to take care of this, all the five restaurants uh, of Paul Bocuse. Okay. Paul has a reputation for being a visionary. What was it like working with him and for his company? It was exciting because uh, it's a person who, who is very close of the um, of the, um, the people, and so any time he, he can be talking with you and uh, about different different things, the food, the service, the quality uh, is very demanding, and so any time he's thinking, so so that means all the people who are working for him are uh, all the time the same, also thinking like him, new things, uh, experimentation, to try to, to take the things up. Yeah. Leon itself, maybe because of the influence of, of Paul and, and 
and the grape produce as well. It has this reputation of being the gastronomical heart of France. That's a big call in France. And I know that you are originally from Normandy, which is magnificent as well. Why does it have that reputation? Why is the food so good here? The thing is, Lyon, the, um, we can say that the capital, because the, uh, there is a so large diversity of food and, um, and traditional food. Which, which, which is very large, very, um, uh, with different, 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 different dishes. So, uh, and we, so the thing we have to, so many uh, chefs, very, 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 uh, very important chef and very, very good. And um, that's why the, the, the this city, this area is so, is so, is became so important. But so the thing is that Paul Bocuse, she, 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 he takes with him all the shapes during all these years. So that's why it's very important uh, in, in Lyon and the, the food. And that's right, that we, we have a quality of food and there is a, it's a real culture to have very good food and eating very well. Okay. Now you have gone out on your own. This is a, a big leap for you, a big, a big step at Steak and Co. Uh, Leon, tell us about your new restaurant that, of course, we are all, everyone's going to come over from Australia and, and sample. Well, I'm having tonight the entrecot, which is divine. Steak and Co., tell us about your restaurant. So the, that was, uh, before I, I, I bought this restaurant, it was already um, a meat, uh, a beef restaurant. But so now we, we made a place more, with a more better quality of, of different pieces of um, beef from, the, uh, from France and from uh, uh, Australia. Sometimes we have Black Angus from Australia. And so this place is really a steakhouse. And uh, the, the, the thing is we give... Uh, in, a, for, in a good average price, good good food too. Okay, and um, so we French fries, homemade French fries. Everything is homemade here. That's a very uh, important point for me. Uh, and something shows things simple, simple but good. Lionel, I haven't even asked you about the wine of the area. It, it's a great wine region too. Yeah, of course, it's a real culture, a region of the wine. Because it's uh, it, that's in the um, in the middle of the in the vineyard area from uh, Dijon, you got Beaujolais, Beaujolais, Bourgogne, and after the south of Lyon, you got uh, Côte du Rhône, uh, Hermitage, Gros Hermitage, from to to the south of France. So all of this is uh, it's a um, very important um, wine uh, activity. Do you have any favorite wines that we should try when we're here? Yeah, yeah, I really like uh, Gros Hermitage and Saint Joseph. Lionel, you have landed on your feet. Merci beaucoup for welcoming us to Steak and Co. And, and letting us know a little bit about, about the gastronomical side of Lyon. Merci beaucoup. Thank you very much. Hey, how about you share your own travel pics and stories with the hashtag Journeys to Come. The one souvenir you absolutely must take home from Lyon is a silk scarf. It is absolutely famous for its silk. You see, when they talk about the Silk Road, it actually finished in Lyon. It went from China all the way through to Lyon. And in 1536, by a royal edict, 
Francois I, Lyon became the sole licensed silk centre in all the kingdom of France. When silk came into the country, it ended up in France. At one stage, there were 10,000 silk workers in the trade. There were over a thousand different workshops. Cut to today, and there's only 10 left. There is only one family operated one still in existence and they actually do private tours. It's in the old town and you must, you absolutely must make your way to Soyeri St. George's. They'll give you a demonstration of the traditional ways of making silk scarves and these today are being called on by everyone from from castles right through to Chanel. It's a beautiful thing to watch. You appreciate the silk so much more and thankfully my local friend Blondine Tanette has joined me in the workshop of St George's to explain to me the process and the history of Lyon and its silk. Blondine, may I just ask what is the connection with silk and Lyon? Well, actually, Lyon used to be on the Silk Road. It was at the end of the Silk Road, starting from China and ending in Europe in Lyon, from the Rhone River, going from the Mediterranean. So Lyon was a very important place for trade, thanks to this river. And so the silk makers of in all of, from all over Europe, they settled in Lyon. Lyon was a huge place for that, and a huge place for that. And the good thing is that it's still going on. We still have some workshops, and you can still be buy pieces of silk that are traditionally made and you have one in particular in the old town which is very very nice it's called Soirin Saint-Georges it's in the district of St. George at the church St. George in the old town and in the, you can enter and visit and it's just amazing. So they still make things in the traditional way? Exactly. You will find there the same machines that were used a few centuries ago, back to the Renaissance. So it's quite impressive. Nothing has changed and, um, and, it, and it's made in a traditional way. We have kept that heritage and we are very proud of it. It's so difficult to keep the heritage alive. I know that around the world, let alone in France, uh, it, it's difficult to do that. How have they managed to, to keep that going so strongly? Well, I think it's um, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a tradition here, it's just a, like food, like other things that we have. Cinema, silk is really part of our culture, and uh, we have always, you know, made silk in Lyon. And I think that was really a will from the politics, from the silk makers, to go on. And the families, you know, the the children, they they run the the silk workshop of their mothers, fathers. So they kept the tradition, and big families have you know, kept on uh, having that tradition and, uh, and it just uh, lasts uh, until now. So it's good. I'm going to do some serious shopping <laughs> here in Saint-Georges. Is that right? Saint-Georges? Saint-Georges, exactly. We have, you have three churches in the old town, Saint-Georges, Saint-John and Saint-Paul, which are uh, the three districts of the old town. The old town is the second largest Renaissance district in Europe after Florence and Italy. So it's huge. And you can, uh, you know, distinguish the three different districts you know, linked to the three different churches. And in, right now we are in St. George district. Would it be bad manners for me to not buy a silk scarf here? I think you have to. It's uh, anywhere you don't have any choice. When you see all the beautiful things, ties, scarves, it's, uh, it's very tempting. So I am so glad you brought me here. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Now let's go shopping. 